Quick warning for drivers, this episode of IOM Recommends contains traffic sounds and the ambient soundscape of a city. Evan Majumdar Swift, or 96 Back, is an electronic musician who hails from Sheffield, England. Synonymous with electronic and industrial music in the UK and beyond, Sheffield was a cornerstone of the Industrial Revolution and wears its northern pride on its sleeve. Evan seemed like the perfect person to trace its cultural lineage, explain its artists' relationship with their surroundings and suggest some brilliant local haunts along the way. Without further ado, IOM recommends Sheffield with 96 back. IOM recommends local scenes, global conversations. Hello, 96 back. Thank you for joining us on IOM Recommends. Uh, why don't we start with you introducing yourself and the city that we're going to be talking about today? Okay. Hi, I'm Evan. I'm 96 back. Um going to be talking about Sheffield, where I spent the better part of 18 years growing up and clubbing and drinking and sort of pissing about, really. <laughs> Perfect. You sound like the right guy for the job. Um, would, yeah, I mean, the next question on my list is, you know, I was going to ask you to describe your your relationship with your city, but you've just painted a pretty good picture of it. It sounds like a, it sounds like you have a positive relationship with the place, is what I'm saying. It's it's lovely. There's a. I think you always have that with places you grew up. I wouldn't move back there, but I think that's just because I spent so long there. Um, but there's so many parts of it that, like, there's lots of aspects to it that are, like, quite precious, I think, and quite valuable. Amazing. And do you mean, as as a kind of admirer of the city, you think that you're thinking of things that you find impressive, or do you mean they're more precious for, like, sentimental upbringing-type reasons? I, th- I, think, I think both, really. Like, I think living the and sort of being involved in the various things that are happening or like just living there and like absorbing the city is like extremely valuable on like a very personal level but it also has like a lot of exports and especially like if we're talking music a lot of exports (laughs) like the very sort of rather than esteemed or whatever sure (laughs) Anybody that you, like, really look up to when it comes to inspirations for the 96 Back project, or...? I mean, just the whole, like, the whole movement around what kind of came out of the sort of industrial scene. And, like, I know it's, it's, it's probably a very trodden point, which is, like... Oh, you know, you had the steel, you had the steel industry, and that like influenced the industrial scene, blah blah blah, because it all sounds like steel. But then, like, so they go into like Cabaret Voltaire, and then go in like onwards to like really experimental music and really like quite forward-thinking music in a way, like in a way that electronic music was very northern at that time and very like a northern institution and kind of like really sort of pushed back against like uh, what was happening in London or like in the South in a way that was really interesting. A, a bit of Northern pride about it, I guess. <laughs> do you do you think that that still exists in, in like the scene or scenes plural around electronic music in Sheffield today? It's, uh, I think like 
especially around like music scenes, I think we notice that you can notice that more with bands that kind of just play within the city. Um, I think a Sheffield band still really sounds like a Sheffield band, whether that's like in terms of like the Sonics or or like whether they're trying to be an Arctic Monkeys ripoff or like like that still feels very Sheffield and very Northern. I think like the general movement of like electronic music at the minute, because, you know, you have people who tour and you have people talking with like, you know, someone from the bum end of Sheffield can be like chatting to someone in New York and making music together. And I think that that makes the like the general scenes of like electronic music a lot more global, which is a, a beautiful thing. And then also like you have those residual influences of like where the music came from 20, 30 years ago that like melds and like still influences those things. It's quite it's quite cool seeing those influences, particularly from Sheffield branch outwards into a lot of music around sort of the world now. It really has always struck me as somewhat as corny as and a bit like hackneyed as it sounds. It does. It really does strike me as the sort of place where kind of there's a much higher likelihood of someone really deriving a lot of emotional release from music than 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 other places. It's, it's always seemed like a very valuable thing to me. It, it was. It definitely. It just had a lot of. It's had maybe. Maybe it's because as I've grown up, I've like found my quote unquote like scene more, so I don't notice mm. as much stuff going on outside of it. But like, definitely when I was growing up and wasn't as informed about music, I used to go to anything and everything in Sheffield, and there was anything and everything. There used to be a club called South Seas, um, which was like out of town, it was actually in a pretty like residential areas in a pretty nice area but they used to let let anyone in any age like um like i was going when i was like 14 15 but it was like one night you'd have like a baseline party there and then the next week it'd be like um it'd be like i don't know someone like fucking d double or something yeah and yeah. then the next night the next week it'd be um it'd be like a terracore night like a, a Gabba night, speedcore, Frenchcore, whatever. Um, and you like were kind of bouncing off all those all those things and almost getting whiplash and it was like like I, I, I kind of left Sheffield swearing off a lot of that. I used to be like, no, I'm not into baseline, like I'm not into like free party music or whatever, or like um, Frenchcore or whatever. Or breakcore, especially, <laughs> and then like, but then like, actually, like, it's taken a few years where I'm like, oh no, this is like a lot of my hearts with this, and like, I doubt anybody would ever hear it, but I make so many breakcore tunes that like are just for me to make, and I'm nice. like, and like, I always I have a soft spot there. I think it's. Sounds like alias time. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there is one. If you, if you combine it online, there is one. All right. Well, there's a challenge. Nice. Do you, do you get the sense that, like... Because this is the case where I'm... I live in London. I'm not from London. This is the case where I grew up in a little town in Devon. Like, do you get the sense that... Um, and Sheffield's by no means a small place, but... No, no, it's a big, it's a big city. For sure. But do, is there a sense that 
with less to choose from on a you know less fewer things to attend on like a Friday or a Saturday night than a place like London does does that result in a, a kind of an open-mindedness with 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 fewer options than a big sprawling metropolis are people more up for taking a chance on something yeah i definitely think so and i think like especially in regards to like like these parties that like you know there's only like 100 people max at all of these things you know and half the time it was like literally 20 people which were like me and my mates like or like whatever and so it kind of almost, in a way, like didn't really matter what was on. There was a bit of like, I think it was like, because I was really young then, I just didn't really know what I wanted to listen to. But there were a few older people, older older kids, who were like, "Oh, this will be good." So I used to just listen to them and then like, like kind of go off that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can, I can think of a few quite like sage kids, five years my senior, who in hindsight had no idea what they were doing but were like kind of like local like skate park legends where it was like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Really, you know like you did what they did you know <laughs> yeah that's it because I, I just wanted it to be like cool so where in Sheffield do you like to go to eat I'm like definitely a breakfast person <laughs> so like it's definitely going to be skewed in terms of like where I think is a good breakfast there's somewhere near mine, a uh, place called Jonty's. Um, although that whole area has um, got really popular since I moved out of Sheffield. So you're actually probably best, like I used to just go on a Sunday. But yeah, I think you'd really struggle now. I think you'd have to like book in ahead. What area is that? Uh, like Sharrow. Okay. Um, Hunters Bar, kind of Sharrow area. It's great. Wicked breakfast, wicked lunch as well. Probably, well, I've, I noticed last time I was there, I noticed they started doing takeout out the front. So you just order at the front and then they give it you in a box and you can walk off, which I was like, bloody hell. <laughs> that whole area is like just popped up with new restaurants, though. And they're all so busy that they can't seat you anymore they're just chucking your food in a box and sending you on your way <laughs> it's good though <laughs> amazing what would your order be at Johnny's on a Sunday morning uh, is it which, which is the uh, is that eggs benedict with hollandaise and smoked salmon salmon or is that like an eggs royale I'm not mm. sure I think it's I'm, I think it's royale because that sounds more high class Exactly. Well, it's with you know, with salmon in it, Royale sounds yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? So yeah, I, I respect anyone that can do a half decent hollandaise because of the amount of times I've like fucked up trying to make one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a perfect answer. Egg yolk sauce. Mmm. Could be. Could be worse. Um, cool. And in that spirit, uh, where do you go to drink in Sheffield? So my local is. Probably the Lascar, same area. That's like where I go on Christmas Eve when all my mates are back. Um, I don't know if I'd say that's where I'd, I'd like always want to drink. I, my favourite pub is actually on the other end of Sheffield. It's um, in Callum Island and it's it's called the Fat Cat. They used to have cats in there. But they probably just got a bit old. Um, 
but like I mean obviously Sheffield is the real ale capital of the world it's the world's biggest exporter of real ale um, so you can basically go in there and get a pint of um, Barnsley Bitter for I think it's like £2.15 oh mate don't yeah <laughs> Don't say that to me. That's and, uh, very I enviable. Think, I think they just make they make loads of pies, like uh, just little pot pies as well, which are wicked. Amazing. Uh, pub. And also, you're near a really good pub, which is the Mill Mill Houses, which is right next to there as well. And Shakespeare's, which is near there. There are just so many good pubs around there. You're near Amazing. all the breweries, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Would you? Would you? always go for ale whenever you're in Sheffield this is a personal thing I've like I spent a lot of years I spent a lot of years drinking IPAs like fancy ales and then I got upset with that and I was like why am I bothering to drink all these fancy ales that taste like soap so I, and I'd like reverted and I was like no I'm only going to drink real ale I'm only going to drink like bitter dark real ale um, and I did that for a few years, and then now I think I'm at a point of acceptance where I'm like, right, I think I'm, I'm done broadening my horizons. Um, I just want a pint of lager. <laughs> I just want a nice drinkable beer. <laughs> nice. And um, when you're back in Sheffield for the weekend, where do you go to dance? Home works. Always. Nice. I think. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I think... Spent so many years in that club. It'd be uh, it'd be a crying shame not to. It's it's, it's a really good venue. It's it's a really good venue, like not just on a sort of citywide. Like you can compare. Like I think it's like really comparable to like a lot. Like if you look at any clubs in like Europe or whatever, it's like a really good club. <laughs> Amazing, really good space. Is it? Does it? You know, special. Is there anything about it that? Is like a specialism, like a state of the art sound system or something like that, or is it just the cumulative effect is, is amazing? The sound's wicked. It's a Sheffield, I think it's the, they use the Rays at the minute, Rays sound system, which, um, where is it? Uh, I think it's the Rays sound system, and then the parties, they do a party called Displace, uh, that's like a drum and bass party, Sheffield party. And like, they really know what they're on about. The sound system's really good. It's really, really loud. Um, I think it's just it's just always had really quite tasteful curation. I mean, like, look at something like No Bounds. Like, the curation on that festival was, like, really adventurous for, one, a festival outside London, two, a festival outside, like, <laughs> I guess now outside of Europe. Um, and, like, it's, it, it really, like, hit a lot of really good marks I think um, definitely like a culturally very good thing for the city amazing perfect and uh, where do you go to dig for records when you're in town I never bought that many records when I was in Sheffield I think I kind of had it in my head I was like well Warp Warp isn't around anymore <laughs> so I was just a bit like oh um I did used to go to Record Junkie, and they were always a bit. It was always a bit interesting because it was. It's not like going to like a dance music record shop. 
in the same way that a lot of other cities have that. It's more like, ah, look, here's mi- like loads of records, but like there's like ten dubstep records that like could be four years old, could be like come out like eight months ago, like they might be all right, like. <laughs> Just like not not you know you're not gonna find like um, like rare copies of like DMZ three or whatever, but like you it'll be like just like maybe dubstep records that you might miss or like uh, same with like pretty much every other genre I guess it's like you just find the records that you kind of might have looked over and there's like like it's not like sometimes like the massive selection of like digging for records for hours is really overwhelming. And I think sometimes just going in and being like, oh, well, these 10 records, and I quite like this one. So, sure, I'll just go for that. <laughs> I have nice. a record jacket. Yeah. Oh, wicked. Is there, is there anywhere else that, like, even if you weren't the biggest vinyl buyer, is there anywhere else that you've just heard great things about? You've got friends that swear by any record, any other record shops in town or anything like that? There's a really good one uh, in the forum in town. Um, Right next to the skate shop. That's it. It's Bear Tree Records in the forum. Uh, so Bear is in a a, a grizzly one. <laughs> and then Tree. Uh, Bear Tree Records. Uh, that, do you know what? That's, that's really good. That's like really good on reissues and like more contemporary. Like it, it keeps uh, pretty up to date, and like it's got they've got a lot of records and a really good range in there. Kind of in a, in some ways, it reminds me similar to. Um, it feels like what they stock is kind of similar to like Fonica, maybe in some ways. Um, but I, I'm always uh, I've been in there a few times, and I always really enjoy it. And also, okay. like it's uh, good to get drink in the forum as well. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. That's perfect. Thank you. Where do you go in Sheffield to escape when you were growing up? Was there a park or a library or some comparable space where you like to clear your head? I feel like you could ask anyone from Sheffield this, and like <laughs> you'd always say it'd always be the same answer, which is like you go out to Peak District. Like it's like especially where I lived, it was like you could. It was like a two-mile walk. And then you'd be in the Peak District and you'd be surrounded by moors and fields and rocks and nothing, essentially. So, like, we used to escape there to do free parties. And yeah. then as I've <laughs> got a bit older, I escaped there to discover a nice walk. <laughs> to get away from the parties yeah 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 <laughs> nice i mean you're you're quite right that is clearly a, such an asset to sheffield yeah. isn't it and some of the you know when i was when i was first there two or three years ago and a friend was showing me around town some of the views you get just like if you look straight down long straight roads just from like mm. the center of town just of the entire peak district you're like just yeah. so amazing it's, it's gorgeous it's great i mean uh what uh, there was that uh, against the clock mix with, uh, or session with um, Mark Fell and Ryan Trainer recently and the, like they're all doing it remotely and Mark is like in the peaks like operating it from the peaks and it's like obviously like really 
windy he's got a massive coat on he's just grumbling it's like it's amazing it's like the 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 like I thought that was really cool, like connecting all like the the tech of it in into just being surrounded by very expansive nature. So, what are your favourite Sheffield-based cultural organisations? And that's a broad question. When I say that, I mean you know, like an online radio station or a collective or a label based in Sheffield. You can say warp. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the obvious. That's the obvious. The obvious choice to be more obviously, but I, I like what's less of a Sheffield thing these days. I guess for sure, yeah. they just don't really. They're a big label. Like the, the like. Do you know Hatch used to be used to be audacious art experiment. Um, they're great. That crew is amazing. They're like. Um, just tiny venue like really care about it it's like I, I went there a lot and like I, that's something I really look at like in terms of like DIY stuff it's like really forward thinking I like always really looked up to is Hatch the name of the space or the name of the people that, or the name it's of the group the, that puts on the, the events it's the space but I'm using it loosely to kind of encompass like all the all the sort of DIY stuff that goes on there. Amazing. What sort of things have you seen there? Um, six years ago, God no, longer now, it was, uh, they put Hell in the Half on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bear in mind, it's, it's like the room is like 30 people. 30 people is like squeezed. But like, God, it must have been longer than six years ago because it was like, well, it was actually like no one really, quite a few people didn't really know who Hell in the Half was. Didn't really. <laughs> so like, I don't think I did. That dates like, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck now. Um, uh, that was amazing. Okay. Um, yeah. And like, just seeing loads of bands. It was like probably like the first noise shows I kind of went to were there. Because like, I mean, yeah, that was probably like the first like indie noise kind of shows I ever saw were there. Yeah, yeah, kind of a thirty cap DIY space that puts on quite uncompromising stuff is exactly the kind of answer that we hope to get when we ask that question. So, yeah. so that's brilliant. Thank you very much. Where is overrated? Commune in town. Um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I might get some flame for saying that. I'd, I. I'm pretty opposed to like the food hall model. It's like I don't. I just never. I've been to quite a few food halls, or like you know the multiple restaurants in one thing. I've been to quite a few in my life, and I'm like never really enjoy myself. They're always quite loud, and you know you're not paying any less. You just have choice. I don't know. It's, it feels like a, a middle class buffet. <laughs> I guess. Like it's like <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I never really gel with those properly, uh, vibe wise. Um, so I maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but people really like it, and I, I, I I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> What is your best kept 
Sheffield secret? Best kept secret. It's nothing grand and it's nothing particularly cool, but ideal. Behind, there's just a spot behind a co-op where I near where I live that you can climb up the side of like this woodland sort of path and there's a load of rocks that are in a circle and when I was young me and my mates used to go smoke weed there <laughs> and that's like that's that's a little secret spot <laughs> well that's everything thanks so much Evan it's been really really lovely chatting with you man yeah lovely it's likewise <laughs>